Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am so, so excited. To be joined by not only two of my brothers, but a very, very special guest. But we will get to that before we do. I want to get to the two guys that I do this show with very regularly. Uh, Joe, buddy, I missed you. We were able to do a split stays this week. How are you, my friend? Good. I'm doing good, brother. Yes, we got a split stays in. It's being edited as we speak right now, so it should be out uh, next week. So super excited about that. Showing a little preview, showing the values, a little bit of love uh, this month around. So super stoked about that. And... Just, I'm going to keep saying this. I am binge watching videos for our cruise. Super stoked about that. So super excited about that coming up. So yeah, man, you're uh, you haven't been on a cruise in like 61 Ever. years. Ever, yeah. man. I am a rookie. So this is, it's going to be quite a show. We so. were talking the other day. It was funny because you were like, I- I'm going to be nuts on the cruise because I just want to see everything. I want to do everything. I want to be there. I'm going to have FOMO. I'm like, just chill out. It'll be, it'll be good, man. We'll lay by the pool, have some beverages. It'll be a good time. Is it possible to have FOMO? before we even started the cruise because i have it already i feel like i'm missing out like i'm constantly on our facebook page seeing what everybody's saying what's going on who's gonna eat where it's bad man this is not gonna be relaxing i'm gonna be wanting you know i'm gonna mess with you the whole cruise oh dude i'm just gonna be texting you and be like dude you're never gonna believe what we just did and you're gonna be like ah i probably should have said that you're definitely gonna mess with me now so i'm uh i'm so i'm so excited for that well also my buddy to the north uh but not so far north only about an hour and a half mike how are you man I'm doing good. Uh, my girls are out at the Country Music Fest tonight, so they're having a blast. Uh, Laura's busy working. I've been busy, super busy working. So it's just been one of those things. But I got the official email the other day. Not that it mattered. I think that I, maybe I mentioned it last, maybe I got the last week or two that my days were officially taken off. So I'm excited for the DDP uh, you know, trip for that meetup weekend. So I'm super excited for that. I actually uh, been messaging some of you guys in the group about what you're going to do, where you're going to be. So I got a couple of little side plans going on, and I'm super excited. So uh, as the days roll, on it's getting closer and closer dude i'm i'm uh i'm ready i'm ready to see everybody i cannot wait um with that said i am so so excited to announce our special guest tonight because he's been a good friend of the show for almost four and a half years uh he is a e-ticket patron and with that man coming on he came with an amazing topic tonight that the three of us do not know much about so we're excited to pick his brain dude robert parker my brother i am so excited to see you you and i have been talking quite a bit recently because we are working on a disney vacation welcome to the show buddy yeah thank you i am so excited uh long time listener first time caller um and it's great because now the three of us coming from the northeast outnumber you so ooh, i don't like that <laughs> two, two new jerseys and a, a new york so that's all right i just i just moved back from savannah so i'm accustomed to the south as well my whole my whole goal is to have all three of y'all say y'all by the end of the episode. So if we can get a y'all out of each of you, then we'll be uh, we'll be good to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably say one. It, it got put in my vocabulary when I lived down there. Became very like. Well, I want, I want to chat a little bit before we get in the topic. I want to chat a little bit about your Disney history. Kind of what drew you to Disney? You know, what drew you to the show? 
Um, tell me about kind of your first memories with Disney. Um, my grandmother lived in Florida. She was a snowbirder, um, as is typical for a lot of people up here in the Northeast. So we would go down and visit her and my parents would take us to the magic kingdom. Um, then I stopped going for a while, went again one time in high school. Uh, and then for my 21st birthday, um, decided to go to Epcot, uh, spent a couple days down there. And that was really the first time, you know, being in the parks as an adult, um, and really falling in love with it. Um, and then from there, you know, my, my wife and I went on some trips, uh, here and there. Um, and then one great thing about the army, or at least the, the branch of the army that I was in, we were centrally located in Georgia, um, spent some time living in Colorado and then I moved back to Georgia. So when we were there, we were hours from the park. Um, we would, you know, look at each other and say, Hey, you want to drive down this weekend? So, you know, those first couple trips as an adult, I, I just fell in love with it. Right. Like they, all the detail that they go into, um, they make everything you do there special. Um, they've embarrassed my, embarrassed my wife more than enough times, which is always a blast for me. Um, so yeah, we, we love going. Um, I think we will continue to go back, uh, and definitely very excited. Like you said, uh, going back in August, uh, taking our son for the first time. So it'll be good. Dude, that there's nothing better than taking your kid for the first time and like seeing their smile on their face. And even though they might not remember it, you're going to remember it. You're going to have those pictures and those memories and, and stuff. So, um, that's, it's, it's amazing, man. It's, it's been so much fun to plan with you too. So yeah. I appreciate you on that aspect. Uh, but I want to get into the topic because we've got one, an amazing show, but we've got a really fun patron too. So we don't want to run too, too long. Uh, but whenever you become an e-ticket patron, one, we can't to all of our patron members, we can't say how much we appreciate your support. It means the world to us. Like you are the heart and the soul of the show. Um, it is people who have been around for years and years and years. You know, you have created this family and you are the core um, of this family. And, and we really do appreciate what you do. You, you know, not only financially help us, you know, put out content each and every week, but also you're the ones that drive the conversations and tell the stories and, and, you know, spread the positivity. And so with that, it, it makes it easy for us. I mean, our jobs are super simple to come on here once a week and chat Disney. Whenever you have a family around, you, you know, that nucleus around you that just, just embraces what we're trying to do with a positive aspect. And that stems from you um, and, and what you've done and what you've created all these years with, you know, letting us be a part of your Disney family. And with being an e-ticket patron, one of the coolest things is, look, you are the producer of this show. This is your show. Uh, we are just here. And it's funny, man, whenever we do stuff like this, a lot of times people will pick a topic to where, you know, the three of us are pretty familiar with it. We're like, oh, well, you know, that's that's fine. We'll talk about that. We, we enjoy talking about the Polynesian. Or if Joe was an e-ticket, Joe would be like, we're talking Saratoga for the 37th time, you know, and doing stuff like that. Uh, but when you came and, and you and I were chatting back and forth about what we want to talk about, you came up with a topic that really the three of us have no experience with, not a lot of information on. I had to do a lot of research on this. And that is Dive Quest at Epcot. Now, before we dive into, ha, see what I did there. Before mm. we dive into Dive Quest, uh, talk to me about your kind of passion with diving and how you got into it and really what drew you to doing this for the first time whenever you were on a trip to Epcot. Yeah, so I grew up around the water. Um, I was a competitive swimmer as a kid, um, growing up going to lakes in New Jersey, doing all kinds of water sports. So diving was always something that, was a bucket list item for me. 
Um, and then when I moved back to uh, Savannah, the access to the diving, you know, being so close to the coast, it was, it was stupid not to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, I made the commitment. It was something that I wanted to do. You know, we, we didn't have kids yet. Uh, and I fell in love with it immediately. Uh, it is, I think there's a quote out there somewhere that we, you know, we spend all this money and time going to space when like, there's literally aliens beneath us in the ocean. Um, it's, it is, one of the most fun things you can do um, for anybody interested in getting certified, just talk to your local dive shop. There's a lot of different um, certifying bodies that can, can get you the licenses that you need. Um, some people will go on vacation and do it in the pool and then they go out. That's, you have to be careful with those. It's not technically sometimes a certification. It just licenses you to go out with that person. Mm, okay. Um, so for dive quest, you have to have a uh, basic open water certification, like a paddy, paddy, Nawi, um, uh, SSA are all are all totally fine. Any globally recognized brand. So I got my certification. I went a little bit further. I I got uh, my advance, um, my nitrox. Um, you know, I aspire to get my dive master someday. Um, but yeah, you know, I found out that this this was kind of a thought that I just had in my head one day. I was like, you know, how cool would, would it be if you could dive at Disney world and type it in? It's like, Oh wow, you can actually do this. Um, and I talked to pe uh, some people at my local dive shop and they were like, we will do this every single time that we go. Um, so I tried it and it, I, I will die on the sword stating that this is the number one experience that you can do at disney world Ooh, that's a big statement that's a huge huge statement i mean we've talked vip tours we've got you know i mean the, you know the savannah I, I within reason i mean obviously a vip tour is incredible but you know for for the average person who doesn't have that kind of cash to dish out like this is probably one of the best things that you can do i absolutely love it we're going to get into that before we do that though i want to talk a little bit about kind of the history of this pavilion uh, Joe, you know, back in back in my day, you know, back in the, us old people, <laughs> um, the Living Seas, you know, this was a, a, a project that started back in the 70s, really. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, well before Epcot was ever, they broke ground or they, you know, built the amazing Spaceship Earth and the, the pavilions and all the great stuff that they did know that they wanted to have something like the Living Seas uh, to represent that portion of kind of a learning aspect of, of Epcot, because that's what Epcot is supposed to be. Um, if we're being true and honest, it's kind of getting away from that a little bit, but that's okay. Um, do you, what's your kind of history, Joe, looking back, you know, in your, your younger years, you know, this is uh, the pavilion itself opened in uh, 1986, I believe it was. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's a staple of Epcot for, for my generation, your generation. Well, I will say this. Um, there's a few things that we went there as a, I went there as a kid, right? So I was maybe seven, eight years old. I remember the first time going there. Um, I remember going to eat uh, at the restaurant there at Coral Reef. I remember because I'd never liked seafood. So I hated going to that restaurant. My family loved going there. But I remember like staring at like all the fish and all the, like the under underwater creatures that were swimming by. I'm like an eight-year-old kid, right? And just being mesmerized by it. Um, it was just really cool. It was different. Uh, it was something that we didn't see, even though, like, you know, like Robert's I'm from New Jersey, too. And, you know, we got the ocean and stuff. But I never really went snorkeling or diving or anything like that. So it's just something that, like, I had really never seen before. And uh, 
it's just really cool. Then honestly, uh, I remember the whole uh, Full House episode with Uncle Jesse and Joey down in the little thing. Oh, I remember that yeah. too as a kid as well. Uh, but um, but yeah, it was it was a cool experience. I remember always. But I remember my family loved the Coral Refreshment. We always go there. But I, mean, I also remember Sea uh, Base Alpha too. Always seeing like the diver go up and up and down in the tube and stuff like that. I was just mesmerized by it. Um, I don't remember. Be honest with you, I don't remember ever seeing characters swimming in uh, the giant tank. I don't ever remember that. But uh, I remember just it was being different and just being mesmerized. I keep using that word, but it was just like something I'd never seen before because we really never I never really went to aquariums, you know, in New York or New Jersey. It was something we didn't do. So this was all a new experience for me. But uh, yeah, it was Epcot was that was the place where you use you know, edutainment. Right. And that, that was the epitome of it for at least the underwater sea life. Well, you know, we're talking a little bit about it. You know, it's not often it, Animal Kingdom is way off in the future, like, you know, back in the 80s. You know, Walt always had an idea of kind of having a living zoo with the parks. It goes all the way back to the Jungle Cruise where he wanted live animals. He didn't want, you know, audio animatronics. And they said, Walt, you're insane. How in the world are we going to get these uh, live animals to, you know, perform on command whenever these these guests are coming through? They're going to sleep all day and it's not going to make sense for the story. So in Walt's mind, he always wanted, you know, an aspect of of having um, the ecological aspects in the park. And you see that with nature documentaries that still to this day air on Disney Plus and are, and are constantly being done. And Walt had such an impact on, you know, bringing the nature documentaries to the Walt Disney Company. This place, Mike, is massive. I don't think people realize whenever they go to Epcot how big this, you know, look, we all have aquariums. There's an aquarium about three and a half miles from Mike's house. And the reason I know is I used to live there and it's a great aquarium. It's a Ripley's Aquarium. It's fantastic. It's beautiful, but it's nowhere near the size of the living seas there in orlando it's funny because uh laura was telling me laura got to experience uh, this this pavilion a lot better than i had believe it or not she went for a class where they did a dolphin training thing and it was one of those odd things you had to sign up for it was obviously way before pre-covid and they had a classroom and you would learn the behavior techniques of the dolphins and you got to go in the tanks in a wetsuit with the dolphin and one of the fun facts that she told me about how big it is because i never realized only you know doing the small things there how big the tank was the people there told her from from disney that you could take spaceship earth put it in the middle of the aquarium and still have 20 feet around all the way around. That's how big that building actually That's is. Insane. But you, you don't really realize that because, you know, you come in, you see Finding Nemo, you see some of the other stuff, but the scope and how big that building really is, you don't get that, that, that tremendous feel of how big it actually is, but that's what they said. You could actually take your spaceship earth and dunk it like an Oreo right in the middle and still have 20 feet all the way around. An Oreo and orange juice. Yeah. And I don't know about that. Mm. It's good stuff, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely massive. It was actually the largest um, open water tank in the world until 2005 when Atlanta opened their aquarium and it kind of took over that that spot. So now I think Disney just needs to keep one upping. They just need to expand just a little bit just to make sure they always have the largest one. Um, can we all raise our hands though and admit to something? It is really messed up that you go to Coral Reef and you eat fish in front of the fish. Like it's really a demented restaurant like is that the most like insane restaurant in disney that it's just in you know you shouldn't do that with that said the reason we're here is to learn about dive quest i love and i was i was funny i was talking to um i have a client that's in disney i mentioned him last show he's in disney now it's his first trip um since he was like eight it's his wife's first trip it's his kid's first trip and he he asked me this 
poignant question that kind of all uh, clients ask me that are not familiar with Disney. He said, what's your advice? What's your three things you would, you would say? And one of the three things I always tell them is pick three things each day that you guarantee you want to see, right? And from that, then anything on top of that is a bonus. Like you pick, you pick the one thing. He goes, that's awesome. He said, but look, this is my first trip, but I'm going to go again next year and next year. He's like, so what can you tell me about my trips down the future in the future that's going to really keep me coming back? I'm like, I can tell you this, that there are so many activities and so many, um, I'm going to say extracurricular, you like that, uh, adventures that you can go on that you might not know about that I still, you could go to Disney 365 days a year and you could still not do every single thing that Walt Disney World has to offer. I love the tours. I love the VIP tours as long as you get a good guide. You know. <laughs> uh, I love um, the, uh, the the Wild Africa Safari Trek. It's, it's fantastic. Absolutely love it. I, it's one of my favorite things to do. Dive Quest has been on my list for years of something that I would love to experience because Robert, you said I'll die on the sword of saying that it's the most, it's the best experience that you can do at Disney. I'm going to double down on that. I'm going to actually say it's the most unique experience you can have at Disney until they tell me that I can put my Tinkerbell wings on and I can fly across the magic kingdom. I'm going to say it's the most unique experience that you can have at, uh, at, at Walt Disney world. With that said, I want to jump into planning, booking. I want to talk about the experience itself. I want to talk about the tour you get to go on and all that. So let's start right from the beginning. When you first book this, one, let's talk price. Because the price on this is actually very reasonable for most guests. I think they would be actually really surprised. Yeah, when you're talking about the price, to go on a charter dive, um, right? Like if I were to go down to Miami or the Bahamas and, and go on a dive there. You know, if you have to rent all your own equipment, um, it can be almost as expensive. Um, the added value of you're getting a, a behind the scenes tour, a once in a lifetime experience. And, um, you know, all of the, the uh, fish and um, sharks and, and rays that they have in there, it would take you a lifetime uh, mm. to see all of those animals um, you know, diving in the regular ocean. So it's, it's absolutely, um, you know, I, th I think it's 179. Um, and there is, you know, there are a couple add-ons, right. Um, at the end of it, you can opt for like an additional $20 to get, they have a, a videographer in the uh, tank with you and he takes a professional video and, you know, um, I've gotten that every time. It's, it's a fantastic product that you get when you get to leave, you get a hat or a shirt. Um, I've gotten the hat both times. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, for unlimited oxygen. Um, oh, I'm glad they do that. Uh, yeah. That would be a horrible tour. Uh, Can you imagine? Unlimited <laughs> oxygen. Probably the one thing you don't want to skimp on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. like, look, it's a 40 minute dive. But you only get 27 minutes. So. Well, <laughs> so it's a 40 minute dive. But if you are maybe not as strong of a swimmer or not as efficient with managing your oxygen, right? If you go on a dive on a charter and you run out of oxygen, you're going up, you're getting back on the boat. Um, here, if you start to run out of oxygen, you see that on your gauge, you go up, they swap your tank out real quick for you and you get right back in the water. Um, 
So what you're saying is for us people that are not in the best of shape, that I would get 13 minutes and I'd be, they better have extra canisters up there of oxygen, you know, yeah, ready to it, pop on. It'll me. look like a world war one artillery <laughs> shell, <just> big mound <laughs> of aluminum casings. So, but for, for all that that you get, yeah, it's incredibly reasonable. That's um that see that's that's for me is a bit because even when we talk about you know I've done the wild Africa trek, I believe off the top of my head even five years ago when I did it it was three forty nine per person, um very expensive um the tour itself is like a three to four hour tour, um dive quest is a three hour tour so you know when you talk about booking this yes you do have to be uh, certified so I think that's probably the biggest stipulation for people whereas. You know, with all the other tours at Disney, there's, you know, an age limit, um, you know, kind of a time frame. There may be a walking aspect to it to where some people just, you know, if you, like there's a lot of people that would not be able to do a wild Africa trek and be comfortable with it, you know, kind of going through the the jungles, as we say, and, and up and down rocks and stuff like that. But with this, you know, you do have a prerequisite to where you have to have put the effort in the time in to have learned a craft before you ever arrive to be able to do this. And I think that's what kind of makes it unique with the whole thing. Um, Joe, is this, you know, talking about dive quest one, have you ever, I, I don't even, I, I have no idea. Um, have you ever dove before? Have you, are you certified? Are you, you seem like so, the type of, out of all of us, you seem like the guy who would be. So no, I was um, my brother and my father were Patty certified. Uh, they used to dive up in Northern New Jersey and Western New Jersey. Um, I used to go and practice with them in a pool. So like a nine foot pool. So I never, I've never opened dove, but I did like practice, like taking my mask on and off and using the respirator and stuff. So I've never really been in like the full, you know, out like in the open, but I, I am familiar with it a little bit. It's been years. Um, my brother and dad had, like, had tanks with all the, they had all the equipment and stuff. They were really into it. Um, so they, and they used to go and dive certain places. So I'm familiar with some of the stuff, but I would be essentially like a rookie. Um, but I know how cool it is. It's a very unique feeling uh, to be underwater that deep, even in a pool and know like, Oh, just, just breathe normally. Like you've got the respirator, but then you also have to know the other things where like, okay, if something doesn't, doesn't go right. This is what you do. And I think that's why with this kind of experience, look, it's a giant tank, right? It's millions of gallons of water. If something doesn't happen, like look, Disney wants to protect you, but you got to know all the emergency procedures, how fast you can go up and, and ascend and all that stuff so you don't get sick and all that kind of good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I've been around it a little bit, but not – I mean, it's been years. But I would definitely – I would maybe like to do it again. But this is kind of like a really cool environment to do it in. I will say one thing. I've been really wanting to say this. Do you know what I think? And I don't want to take away from Robert's thunder, but what I think why this is like a really cool experience, unlike anything else, you are actually part of the attraction. Mm, yeah. That, I mean, because you're like the people in the restaurant see you, the people in, you know, in, in, in the Living Seas actually see you. Like, you're actually part of the attraction. Like, so that's, that's what I think is really cool about this experience as well. Um, that it's not just something that, like, you're viewing or even when you're in, like, Animal Kingdom on, like, the Wild Africa track. Like, people really can't see you. You're kind of, like, off doing your own thing. But this, like, you're in the tech. You are with, like, the, the main attraction. I just think it's really cool. That is, that is super cool. Um, Mike, have you ever dove before? Yeah, I was on a uh, Carnival cruise ship, and they did one of those uh, resort dive things where you go to one of the islands. I think it was like St. Thomas or St. Martin, one of the one of the islands. And uh, you know, you get the the ten minute class, and they throw you in the water, and uh, <laughs> you know, sink or swim, so to speak, literally. It's uh, probably That's not so the most safe thing. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah. So yeah, I did. I did. I, did, I think it was like 20 minutes or 15 minutes at 30 feet. And I did it with a bunch of friends. There was actually a uh, bachelor party cruise. So um, yeah, it was about 10 of us guys that wound up doing it. So there's other stories from that that we could talk on the Patreon. But, um, but yeah, I, I, long story short, yes, I have, but it was a, a, a limited time. I really wanted to do this. Uh, if I look back on some of my Facebook posts, you know, when you go into the memories thing, I had uh, Laura wanted to get me a birthday gift to get me like really to start getting the whole certification thing. And then just with work, I got tied up the dive shop. I couldn't get, uh, you know, work the hours. So I had, she actually got me a gift certificate to the dive shop so I could start going for lessons. And um, it went in one of the drawers and I never used it. So uh, that kind of went to waste. But yeah, I, uh, I, it's something that I wanted to do, but I never got to actually complete it and get, you know, go through with it. Well, Robert, I'll tell you this. Um, so for me, this is a bucket experience. Or, uh, you know, I want to do this at some point. But with that said, everyone knows I, I enjoy a nice bath. So I do like being in a tub of water at times. I did go to Charleston Scuba here in Charleston, South Carolina. And I said, hey, I would love to uh, become certified. What's the, what's the thing? They said, oh, well, we have these dives or you can do it in the river. Okay. Let's chat a little bit about the river in Charleston, South Carolina. You can't see your hand in front of your eyeball if you're poking yourself in the eye. Um, I was like, that's not happening. Also, we have alligators and bull sharks all over our, uh, our rivers. You have to go, whenever we take the boat out, you have to be pretty strategic. You have to go far enough inland to get out of the kind of salt to brackish water to get away from all the bull sharks. But you have to go, and you can't go too far inland to the fresh because then you have the alligators so what we do is we throw the kids out first you know make sure everything's <laughs> safe and then we have a great day uh it's fantastic um my second thing is i did decide i want to try this i want to see what it's like so i was at alani and at alani they have this amazing experience to where um they have a pool of you know saltwater fish and you can you know some small shark stuff like that and they give you a small kind of scuba equipment, although you can't dive down, you have to stay on the surface, but you're still using a scuba regulator or whatever you, you know, you call it. I sound like a real expert here, don't I? Um, I put it in my mouth. Katie was watching me. She's videotaping me and I go to breathe and I turn over about 20 seconds later. I was like, I can't, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I can't, I can't breathe. And she's like, you're on the surface of the, like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm claustrophobic. I can't do this. I, I just can't. So with that said, knowing that everything that goes on in this mind, I can't ride mission space, I'm claustrophobic. Would someone like me be able to become a diver? Because they do say that's one fear you have to get over is being claustrophobic. I don't see why not. I mean, it's hard for me to say. I've been very comfortable around water my entire life. Um I find it incredibly relaxing, right? Like when you're underwater, it is dead quiet. Um, another reason, and this is one of the greatest places at Disney, it is the quietest place in Disney World because you can't <laughs> hear a thing other than your respirator, which just imagine just Darth Vader in your ear, right? You're going to fall asleep eventually. So it's very, I, I find it very calming and relaxing. Um, like Joe said, the courses that you take are all designed to basically you know, it's not a swimming proficiency. It's not like, Hey, here's how to do really cool stuff underwater. It's here's how to do this safely. Um, and without getting injured and kind of, you know, here's some of the science behind your body being under pressure and stuff like that. But, um, I, I would say, you know, really anyone can dive, right? Like 
when you are underwater, you are weightless. If you do a little bit of research, there's a lot of people with disabilities that dive, um, amputees, you know, you name it, um, people with PTSD. It's, it's really, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's really any limitation to anyone that would want to do this. Um, other than, like you said, sometimes it's difficult to find a good spot to do a, a checkout dive, uh, other than the Charleston river. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> oh, I was voted boy, most likely to need a life jacket in 18 inches of water in high school. Um, but, uh, with that said, let's get to dive quest. Cause no one, no one really cares about that. As far as you arrive for the experience itself, walk me through because, you know, we keep talking about it's, it's the dive, it's the dive, it's the dive. The dive is kind of just a portion of this whole experience. There's a much larger, you know, part to this than just being in the water. Yeah. So when you check in, um, you'll check in about 30 minutes before your tour starts. Um, I don't know the name of it. I like to call it the little 7-Eleven kiosk kind of, if you're taking the buses, you get off the bus, you're making your way towards like the monorail station, security, all that stuff. It's right there on your right. Um, it's Goofy's you, Hangout. Is that what that's called? Right the there, little, after you go through the gates, right on the right? It's not through the gates yet. It's, oh, it's not through the gates. It's outside. It's got like some oh, You're talking about the gift shop outside. Yeah, the little tiny one. Yeah. Right on the other side of that, I guess it used to, it was probably used to be a smoking area. Um, you meet there. Uh, your your guide will come out with a couple other dive masters, um, people that might not necessarily be giving you your tour, but give tours. Uh, and they'll go around and they'll they'll check everyone's uh, certification cards. So you have to bring your card in person. Um, you know, you'll kind of chat. They'll give you an idea of what's going on. Take your shirt size or your hat, whatever you you know uh, you decide to get as your souvenir. And then the tour starts. You you know you go backstage. Um, and kind of if you've watched Disney's Animal Kingdom show, uh, there's one episode where they talk about having to pull the manatee up out of the, the ceiling. Um, that's kind of where you are. You're on the backside of, of the seas there. Um, it's really quick. It's more of like a walking, hey, let's just get you to the back door um, and get inside. They give you an opportunity to see some of the massive saltwater pumps that they use to keep, you know, we talked about how huge it is, but the machinery that is required to keep that clean. Um, and for, for those animals, like I I've had six or seven fish tanks in my life and they have all not ended well cause they're very hard to maintain. So, um, you kind of get to see that for a little bit and then you go inside and I guess the, the best way you could describe it is the, the kitchen. Um, you know, they, they kind of show you around in the back, um, this is where they, they prepare the, the animals food. Um, it's, it's really fun. They kind of show you the feeding chart and they're like, Hey, don't worry. Sharks need to eat on an average of like once every three months or something like that. And we feed them every other day and you can see it right here. So if anyone's concerned about any of the animals eating, you know that they're very well fed and they could, they could really care less. Um, so you kind of see around outside, depending on when your tour is, um, kind of before or after your dive, you'll either get to go back and see the manatees or go back and see the dolphins. So on the two times that I've done it, I've had it both ways. It just really depends on when your tour is and where the other tour is at um, kind of crossing paths because they try to keep you, you know, separate so you can enjoy your experience. Um, but from there you go, they have a small classroom. You'll go and sit down, watch some safety videos, um, fill out a little bit of paperwork. Um, and then you head downstairs. Um, you know, they, 
they also one thing i forgot to mention in the very beginning when they're taking cards and stuff like that they'll take your wetsuit size um they'll take your uh, you know what equipment you may need um one of the the rules that they have is you're not allowed to bring your own equipment um the only things that you're allowed to bring is your own mask um, because some people if you have glasses you may need a prescription mask uh and if you're really you know if you're crazy about it um and you have a dive computer that you're obsessed about they will make an exception so you know i have a, a garmin dive watch like they'll let me wear it and then i have my uh homemade dive mask that i insist on on bringing with me look at I that go. that's so cool yeah so you got it so uh, we're, we're although although you get the video of the show yeah we're an so, audio show for for the people at home i you know i made it myself i i have a cricket um it's very easy if you dig deep back through the ddp family page i'm sure you'll see a picture of it um i custom made my mask to have a p sherman 42 wallaby way it looks just like it does in the movie um, it's a huge hit. So like Joe said, you are a cast member. Um, they tell you that you are a cast member. Um, there's one point. So, you know, after the classroom, you go downstairs, you go to the locker room and you get changed in your wetsuit and they tell you, Hey, like when we walk through these doors. So if you kind of walk out into the, um, I guess you could call it like the arm that goes into the seas where it's mm. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Doing, they walk you through there and up a staircase and that's where you stand on the platform to get in. So you have to walk through the seas in a wetsuit with everyone staring at you. So they know you're going to draw some attention. So they stop you and they say, Hey, when you walk out there, you're a cast member. So, you know, smile, wave, um, have fun. Uh, and you know, don't do anything that you wouldn't want to see at Disney. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you know, that's, that's really all the, the before piece. Um, and like I said, you may see the, the manatees or the dolphins first. Um, but that's really everything leading up to the dive. So as far as the, the prep and everything you go through, you know, the checking in, they go through your documentation, they do all that kind of stuff. Do they really get into the kind of the story behind the pavilion itself and kind of you know, talking about the filtration and talking about the details on all that kind of stuff. Um, I would say it's more of like your standard guided tour. You know, you get some facts. It it pumps this many gallons per minute and it uses this much sand and um, stuff like that. And you get to learn a little bit about what the trainers do. But I, I wouldn't say it's so much the history of the pavilion. You get a little bit here and there and some of the, the conservation efforts that um, DiveQuest contributes to, same as any other, you know, paid animal affiliated uh i guess di um, disney experience that you would have a portion of those proceeds are going to the conservation fund so other than that no it's more like hey you know some facts about the animals and what they're doing to train them and stuff like that how they take care of them by the way have you guys seen the new con conservation buttons that just came out last week they are awesome like i so i typically will give the dollar you know if i'm an animal kingdom and get mm -hmm. the button and do it. we got a bunch of them downstairs we still have riley's diaper what are they called like diaper mike what are they called where actually robert you probably know you 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 know you're you're closer to this than we are um where you put the diapers in them you know if, that way you grab a them, diaper bag they, well not oh. bag though it like hangs like hangs from the, we call the them diaper di bags oh i don't have that you don't have that. You have to go into like the I closet just, I every time. A, I just have like a little bucket that. A bucket, nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife could describe it better. <laughs> we got one of the we got one of those, but we never got rid of it. So I hung it in the laundry room, 
and it's got every button pretty much we've gotten from all around Disney properties like Alani, Disneyland, Disney World, Disney Cruise, like, you know, you name it. We've got buttons, like, especially once the 45th anniversary, 50th anniversary. You know, luckily enough with this show, people send me some uh, from special places. So, uh, but they came out with a new one. So they're like, hey, Justin, get down here and give me those donations because now you need this button too. Um, super, super cool. Uh, guys, before we jump into the actual dive itself, the experience that, you know, Robert had and that other people can have, if they are certified, if they want to get certified, do you all have any questions about just kind of the whole procedure before the booking of it or the, you know, the, the what you go through before you ever enter the water, Mike? Uh, how, how far advanced can you book this? Like, uh, I know, I know certain trips, you know, used to be pre-COVID, you would have your booking window at like 180 days out or the 60 days out. We always had those magic numbers. If you have a trip plan within a certain amount of time, is there a booking window that you can or can't book it within? Not that I'm aware of. Um, I would say that the the vacation that I'm working on with Justin right now is probably the furthest out I've planned a Disney vacation. He can attest. I've I've that's not him. far, man. I I know. We gotta uh, talk dining tonight because it's know. in Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, I I usually um don't make the fast pass window. So, you know, I've planned it pretty close to the skin of my teeth and it's a simple phone call. You know, they, they have the reservation number you call in and say, Hey, I want to do this. They offer two tours a day. I think it's a four 30 and a five 30, um, maybe a three 30 and a four 30, but, uh, and the groups are about 20 people. Now, it's hit or miss. The first time I did this, I had about 10 people in my group. The second time I did it, I had about 18 people in my group. Um, but I've never seen a full group. Uh, so, you know, if you can't get the one time, the, they will probably have availability in the, in the other time. Um, so, you know, maybe not like 20 minutes before, but week of, you could probably still squeeze in there. Well, you, we got some good news today. You're kind of sending a message and look, I'm not saying that they're bringing back that quest right away, but why don't you go ahead and, and tell everybody what you sent me? Cause you found something on the internet that Look, maybe breaking news here on DDP today that uh, we might see this faster than we thought. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I told Justin, it's this is something that I will do every single time I go. Um, but it because of COVID, you know, the close proximity that you have to these animals, it's has been on hold for a long time, and it's one of the few things that has yet to come back. Um, I spent a lot of time on, on LinkedIn, uh, uh, and today. You know, I'll, I'll always just Google uh, scuba diving um, just to see if there's a job that pays a million dollars to go scuba diving every single day for the rest of my life. Um, and I saw today a part-time role for a uh, dive master at DiveQuest. So um, it seems like they are actively hiring to, to fill these roles for people to be giving the tours um, and showing people around this. So, um, you know, talk on the internet is that it's coming back. Hopefully this this summer maybe, but, um, I think this is just even more proof that we're, we're definitely going to get this back at some point. It's kind of one of the last ones that hasn't been brought back to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're looking at like, yeah, you don't have close proximity with the animals on wild Africa Trek like you do here, but it is kind of one of those last ones that I, I think with seeing that it's kind of a no brainer that, yeah, I mean, this thing's coming back this year, I think for sure this year, I don't know if it'll be back in time for your trip, which I really hope it is fingers crossed, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll knock that out. Um, but I will say this, Mike, kind of on the, on the travel agent side of this, you know, whenever we book this stuff, 
it's 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 pretty easy to do with a lot of these tours. The only one that's really tough is VIP tour. Got to be on the ball kind of that day, you know, making sure you're getting it. But with this kind of stuff, it seems like I can get it later and later um, into the trip. It, it's not that that big a deal. It is for ages 10 and over for those people out there wondering. Um, there might be some families that are thinking, you know what? We're a dive family. You know, my my 11-year-old is is scuba certified and we can we would love to do this. So it is for ages 10 and older. From 10 to 12, you do uh, have to have a um, a parental uh, guided you know person with you. Man, I said that too many words. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a fantastic experience that is for the entire family. Like if you have a ten year old or or more. So, uh, Joe, any questions before we get into the water? Well, the first thing I want to say is I'm super uh, optimistic because it's still listed on the Disney website. So if it was one of those things where it wouldn't be coming back, they would have removed it completely. So it says yes, reservations are unavailable, but they're still advertising it's there. So fingers crossed for all you divers out there that it'll come back. The one question I have is we know Disney always takes that extra step to make sure everybody's safe and make sure everything is in order. What is the process? Like, is it really, is it easy to submit your your certifications to Disney? Can you do it online? Do you need to have it scanned? Is it something you just show up with the day of the dive? And like, do you have to bring like a dive book with you to prove that like you've uh, completed so many dives? Like, what's the what's the process to make to double and triple check that you are certified and that you are able to do this experience? Because we know we always know Disney is very safe and very double and triple checking things. So when you get certified, um, your certification, it is the size of a driver's license. Um, and that's really all you need. Uh, it is something that you bring the day of, um, you have to have it with you there. Um, the dive masters will go around and check it right to make sure that it's, it's valid. Um, you don't need a, a dive book. One of the really nice things that they do, um, at the end. Uh, which we can talk about later, but you get a sticker to put in your dive book um, with all of the information about the dive. So um, yeah, most people will bring their dive book with them, you know, to be able to fill out the dive afterwards. Um, but it's not a requirement to show beforehand. Um, and yeah, it, it is a very easy, seamless process. For us layman's, can you explain a dive book? So um, a big component of diving is managing the amount of time you spend underwater versus the amount of time you spend on land. So you have surface time, you have dive time, right? I'm sure everyone may or may not have heard of the bends, right? If you come up too fast, um, you get decompression sickness. So your dive book is where you log your dives. You basically say, I got in the water at this time. I went under it this time to this depth. Um, I came back up at this time. And one of the things that you'll learn when you get certified is how to calculate how much time you need to spend on land after that. Um, so your body can can get back to normal and then you can dive again and maximize your amount of time underwater. So every dive, you fill that out. Now, one of the other things you do in a dive book is you treat it like your your diary. You know, hey, today I saw a shark. Today I saw a jellyfish. So it is, you know, yes, it is technical information. And if you start to progress further and further towards becoming a dive master, it requires a certain amount of hours logged in a dive book. Um, most times, if you go on a charter dive, they will, you fill out your dive book and they have a stamp that they will stamp it that shows that it's, it's a legit dive. And I didn't just fill out a hundred pages of my dive log. I love it. Can, can we admit the, the bins would be a great, great band name. <laughs> you know that I'm going tonight to see the bins, Joe. Okay. Joe, we go see the bins for what sure. What kind of music though? Huh? It's, 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 it's alternate country. 
My wife drives a Benz. Does that count? Does she drive a Benz? Joe yeah, rolling deep. Benz. I see what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get in the water. Let's have some fun. Uh, you know, look, like I said, we're all novices here. This is the fun part of this show. This is why I'm so excited to do this. Take us through the experience itself. Like, one, as a Disney fan, you know, you've grown up going to Disney. You love the product. You love the characters. You love the aspect and, and the storytelling that Disney does with with the pavilion itself the first time you did this were you kind of pinching yourself going holy crap i'm about to dive at epcot yeah um it's it's a very it's an incredibly unique experience like i said it would take you a lifetime to be able to see all of those animals and one of the fantastic things about this is um you know i always try to practice um sustainable diving right you know I, I think one of the things is with anyone that does an activity that involves getting up close with nature you have a respect for that and you try to preserve it so to be able to go do that and get up close with these animals and they the, disney does it so well these animals do not care that you are there you are in their house and you better get out of their way um so really the, like the encounters that you get to have with them like I, i've had encounters with sharks and turtles and stuff like that in the ocean and they're you know they are more afraid of you than you are of them and they they will bolt here like i i have a photo i can post it on the the facebook page um of me playing chicken in the tank with a, a spotted eagle ray right like i was just floating there i turned around he was coming right at me and it was somebody had to get out of the way and he was like, no, man, you're in my house. You better get out of the way right now. So, um, yeah, it's, it is truly, truly magical. And, you know, again, you are a cast member. So a lot of people don't even know this exists. So when you get in the water, it's, it's funny, right? I, I wear, I have my mask. It says P Sherman. I get in the water. People don't even know that dive quest is a thing. They literally think that you just work there and I, you know, my wife who will be watching from the, the sea deck will, will say, you should have heard all of the little kids screaming about mommy, that's the guy from finding Nemo. <laughs> like just, you know, and you, I can see them. They're pointing at you. They think it's great. You wave at all these little kids and they are, they're going nuts waving back. You go by um, the coral reef cause it's on the other side. So you can just go back and forth and you wave at those people and like watch what they're having for dinner. But you just watch all eyes on you pointing and like you look at, people look at you and you know they're thinking wow that's got to be awesome i want to do that yeah no I, that's the way i am 100 percent. i'm like that's awesome i want to do that the difference between you and i is you would go back and forth i would just go sit at one table at the coral reef and make them extremely uncomfortable <laughs> for a good hour or 40 minutes however long I'm, I'm in the tank um so whenever you step to you step to the side um you know you have all your gear on you're ready to get into the water kind of walk me through what they are telling you like are they giving you guidelines of what you can and cannot do while you're in the water? Um, yeah. You know, don't touch the do don't touch anything. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, they obviously they don't want you, you know, they have the big rock Mickey at the bottom. They don't want you messing with that. You know, they don't want you, it, it is a confined area. You probably can't see it from the sea deck, but there is a, um, you know, the big dividers they have in basketball yeah. courts. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those that splits the dolphins from, from the actual dive. So the amount of place there's, there's nowhere really that you could go that 
you would get hurt or stuck or, or in trouble. So it's really just don't touch the fish. Don't touch the sea turtles. Like, you know, hang out, watch them and have a good time. The will they, you know, it's a 40 minute dive. Um, it is not, you know, based on how much oxygen you have, like I said, so they say, you know, we're going to, here's what we're going to do when we get in the water and then we'll knock on the end and we just go up. If, if there's anything you need, just come to the dive master, just tell them you need to go up, go get it. We have cast members standing on the, on the deck. They'll help you out and you come right back down. You know, what's amazing to me is the, you know, it speaks volumes to what Disney does and how well they do it. in the fact with these tours, it is so methodical in that they can have it very, very structured. But then again, especially with a dive that there's so much freedom to it as well. You know, it's a lot of other tours, you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing this. With this one, though, they're just kind of like, it's almost like the trusted toddlers at a, uh, at, at a, a, you know, at a playpen. And they're like, okay, cool. We trust you. Go have fun. Just don't lose our trust. You know what I mean? But it's also very structured, too. So I love that aspect of it. Um, Mike, whenever we're talking about getting in the water, you know, you're surrounded by sharks. You're surrounded by you know, the massive sea turtles, you know, all the, all the, the fish. This is, this is such a unique experience that I don't think, I really don't think you can get this anywhere else. I mean, when I did the wild Africa trek, I got really close to a couple of the rhinos. Like they were, you know, right up cause you're in a gas powered Jeep. But other than that, I mean, I don't think you can get this close to animals anywhere else on Disney property. I think the only other place that even come close to that maybe would be the animal kingdom. Uh, they have the, the, uh, the, the resort has the tour that goes around. They do the property mm-hmm. ones. They get pretty close to obviously nowhere near as close as you're getting on, on the dive and nowhere near as close as you're getting in the app, but I'm just trying to, you know, put it in a number order. Like if I had to pick number three, that would probably be the third closest thing to getting towards the animals. Cause they really get you up close. If you ever do that, uh, if anyone doesn't know animal kingdom lodge, uh, where you stay, obviously they have their own Savannah there. They have a tour that, you can take whether you're a guest or whether you know whether you just want to come and visit you can do a tour around their grounds and they bring you on this kind of open back pickup truck and you sit and have these bench seats in the back and they bring you up very close to some of the bulls and the giraffes and a lot of the wildlife they have there uh so that's probably the only other closest thing that i could possibly think of other than rafiki's planet watch you know maybe petting zoo over there kind of thing but other than that i I think it's a, a pretty pretty impressive thing to be able to do the dive i'm so glad you said that because that is one of my favorite places ever Absolutely love it. We went to Charlestown Landing. Uh, we have the annual pass for the state parks here in Charleston, and we went to Charlestown Landing, and we have a zoo. Not really a zoo. It's like they have a couple animal exhibits in Charlestown Landing. For those people who don't know what Charlestown Landing is, it is where Charleston got its start. Like 16, I think it's like 60 or 70. Um, you know, people landed, found Charleston. It was fantastic. Amazing city. They instantly made it the best city to live in. It has great food. Um but you, we have like a bear. We have like, you know, like this is puma. We we have like the most random animals out there in Charlestown Landing. But we also have an otter, and this otter is just like interacting with me. You know, Riley's on one side, I'm on the other. And otter's going back and forth to us and stuff like that. And uh, man, I love the interaction that you get side to side. So Robert, before I go to Joe real quickly, do you have a specific moment in your mind that you know you've done this a couple times? where you had like one interaction with an animal that just sticks with you where you're like, Oh my gosh, this happened. Other than that one time with a stingray tried to knock you out of the way. So they, so uh, kind of a little bit more about the dive you get in, they do, they force you to do a lap with them to show you kind of, these are your boundaries. And that's when they take a video and then you're on your own. So I've done it two ways. I've 
you know, kind of gone and hunting the animals. Like, oh, I want to go see the shark. I want to go see the turtle. I've also, the second time I did it, I, I set up right in the middle, just like, so I was floating um, and let everything happen around me. I, I have one very cool shot that they got on one of the videos where I was kind of swimming alongside one of the sharks at the same speed. And it's just kind of me and the shark swimming together. So um, that one's pretty cool. And then the, the other one actually, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't say this first. And if my wife listens to this, she will be very upset. I announced the birth of my my son here. What? How did you uh, leave this out? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I didn't say that first. So we when we went the second time, um, you know, having listened to this show for so long and knowing about like, I mean, we've always gone to Disney and we've experienced Disney magic, but, you know, never really like the above and beyond cast members stuff but you know listen to this podcast we know that they they will do that for you so we went mm -hmm. to guest services and we said hey can i just get a dive slate or a sign um and they're like yeah absolutely so we went to the dive they had a dive slate for me it looked like uh you know basically what what are those things that you doodle on and then you slide the thing and it goes away oh yeah 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 i'm not so, talking about yeah it's a um, sketch it's yeah it's like an extra sketch so you know I got to write a message on that, brought it down. Um, you know, after they do the lap, if you have family members that are watching, they'll have you swim over to them. They'll get a shot with you in the water with your family member behind you, you know, I guess on the other side of the glass. Um, so we have some really cool pictures doing that. Um, yeah. I don't know how I forgot that one. That's, that's a, that's a big one to forget, man. That's a yeah. cool experience. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, Joe, you know, we're in the water. We're having fun, dude. Anything we've left off that kind of, you're just, you're like, I got to know this. Well, first of all, there's nothing I could say that could even remotely be as interesting as what he just said about announcing the birth of his child during a Disney tour. It's really cool. The only thing I would ask is one of my favorite things as a Floridian, um, my wife and I, we love turtles and I absolutely love manatees. So with the manatees at like, are you able to get up and close with the manatees during your dive or are they segregated off because do they segregate off some of the, the ocean life? Because you know, some are predators or others, and they got to kind of separate it. I mean, I would just want to be near the manatees. That's all. Yeah. The manatees and the dolphins are kind of in their own area. Um, they will take you in the back. So, you know, you, there's the area that you can see the manatees from, from inside the seas. They will take you kind of in the back there and you can kind of see the backside of, of their space and stuff like that and same with the dolphins but like i said there is that barrier that um divides it they will tell you that um it is the circle of life so sometimes in the mornings they have to come in and clean the tanks out um but yeah i mean generally like i said they, they like to keep you know it is a a balance uh you know that they have it down to a science to where, like I said, they're feeding the sharks so frequently that the sharks aren't even interested in, and, you know, eating some of the other fish in there. So, uh, but no, you, you can't sadly swim with the manatees, but if you do want to swim with the manatees, Florida is a great place to do it. Oh, I love my chubby mermaids. They, I, I love them. They're great. <laughs> Joe loves his sea cows, man. He, I love my sea cows. Um, well, I tell you, man, it's, it's been such a great learning experience for us. You know, this pavilion as a whole is just, so unique that in the middle of central florida we have this amazing ecosystem that disney has created not only have they created it, they've created inside of a theme park they've created inside of epcot and it really is one of the last staples we have of what epcot was meant to be 
And I think I, you know, I, I of course think it'll stay forever and I think it'll hold its, hold its ground. And yes, they've put some IPs in there. They, you know, we have Nemo and stuff like that, but I think it fits well. It's not like they're coming in and being like, Hey, we're going to have, you know, star Wars under, under, under sea star Wars, you know, um, like you said, Darth Vader's beside you. Oh, Jar Binks was underwater, wasn't he? Yeah. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Me so no likey. Um, the, uh, it's, it's definitely a, an amazing experience. Did you get to see the VIP room, Robert, when you were back there? Do you know about this? I don't think so. So there's an amazing, a uh, couple places on Disney property, there's some really, really cool rooms that most of the public never gets to see. Um, Mike and I have each been in one of those, and that is in Epcot, and that is uh, at Test Track. We got a private tour of GM's facility, a GM's uh, kind of hosting space above Test Track up there. And you go upstairs in this amazing space where it's just windows overlooking all of Epcot. And we were very fortunate to be able to, to, to do that. There's also a great room at uh, at the Living Seas that you can go to. It is a backstage VIP room, and it's hosted for like private events, weddings. You can rent it out if you got a ton of money in the, in the bank, um, special occasions, stuff like that. And it is a long curved room, and it's got wood paneling on one side. But then the other side, it has floor-to-ceiling windows that look into the aquarium. And it is just you in the aquarium in a private room. Very, very special. Very, very unique. So anyway, out there wanting to plan a wedding, one, get a hold of me. Let's do this. And two, uh, really unique place that you could go and have a reception, stuff like that. So I don't think people realize how big this building is, how massive this facility is, and how cool and unique this experience is to be able to do this. Before we move on, Robert, one, thank you so much, dude, for for bringing your expertise with uh, this, you know, dive quest and, and what it offers Disney guests. Because most Disney guests do not realize there's more than the attractions. There's more than the dining. There's more than the gift shops. You know, they never realize that, hey, I can go do a boat tour. I can go do dive quest. I can go do a VIP tour. They just don't have any clue. And so by doing shows like this, we're kind of opening the eyes of thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there that maybe their next Disney vacation, they say, you know what? I'm actually scuba certified and that's what I want to do. That's my unique adventure that I want to take on my next Disney vacation. But before we move on, is there any other things you want to add to dive quest, anything off top of your head that we kind of left out and you just want to say, Hey, this is why this is a must do if you're a dive fan. Um, no, just a little bit post dive. Um, you'll get out of the water. They, again, you'll either see whatever animal you didn't see the first time. Um, they take you back to a room, they show you your video, they give you your sticker for your dive book. Um, they, there's a whole list of every single animal that you can just take a picture of, um, and put that in. So you don't have to try to remember. Um, but what's really important that I'm sure people are probably thinking, I don't want to be wet and smell like fish for the rest of the day. You do go back <laughs> into the locker rooms. They have showers for you to shower. They have towels. They have everything. You change back into the clothes that you had before, hair dryers. Um, you know, you might, your makeup might be a little bit smudged, but, um, you know, they, they make sure that you're comfortable going back into the park afterwards. That's awesome. And one, one last thing that just came to my mind, as far as family that's not doing this, what's their experience really quickly? Um, you know, it, again, it's going to take th about three hours out of your day. Um, my wife has typically both times I've done it. She'll come with me. I'm sure, you know, if you've had experience with Disney cast mes members, they're usually fun. So even when you're getting checked in, they're, they're having fun with you. Um, and she can kind of hang out there, but you know, your family can continue to hang out in the park. It, it's usually about, uh, 45 minutes. 
um, until you are getting in the water. So they, they kind of tell your family members, Hey, be back around this time to see them a little bit sooner. If you want to get a good spot. Um, one thing I will say that they teach you about diving is you should always dive with a buddy, but in an environment such as this, you know, Disney is so safe about it with the dive masters in the water. I have never brought someone to do this with me. So if anybody wants to do it, give me a call. I will absolutely go with you. But, um, so, you know, I I've been in the water by myself while my wife is outside by herself and she usually rides Nemo and looks at some of the other fish and coral exhibits that they have in there. Maybe she steps in for turtle talk with crush, but, um, they, they kind of give you a time. And, and then when you're done, she usually waits, uh, you know, for you, the way that you come out, you walk right through the gift shop there. Um, so yeah, your family does kind of have to wait for you. They do to give them a time to, for you to come back, but, uh, there's a lot to do at Epcot, so they shouldn't be bored. I love it. I love it. Very cool. I learned a lot on this show and, and something that, you know, maybe if I have a little free time, I'll definitely want to get my dive certification. And one of my first dives, if I get, once I get the chance, I'd love to do it at Epcot. Uh, definitely a bucket list kind of thing. You know, one of the things you talked about was, you know, having that baby announcement, having those great pictures, having that picture of your mask under there. Uh, and I've seen those pictures on our Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP Today family. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week. And that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Robert, since you're our honorary guest this week, why don't you tell me what's your Pick of the Week? So my Pick of the Week is going to to go to randy ogren uh his in progress paintings of the uh, stretching room portraits um for those of you at home uh you can't see but i'm wearing my star wars stretching room portrait shirt um i don't know why i just i, I love uh those paintings in that attraction so uh randy gets my pick of the week it's a good one really good one randy's so talented man very cool joe what's your pick of the week so my pick of the week, you know, it's in the resorts, uh, you know, realm is uh, Charles Mary. He just lists good morning. And it's a, uh, it's a picture overlooking the boardwalk pool. And I think that's something that is not appreciated enough at the Walt Disney World Resorts is get up early. Everybody's usually still asleep or maybe a few are like, you know, trickling out, starting to head their way to the buses or the parks and get that nice uh, picture serene of uh, the pool area. So those are always nice to take in. So uh, Charles gets my pick of the week. Mike, you know what, dude, you go. You always go last. I feel so bad. You're always last. Go ahead. I'm always last. So my pick of the week is going to go to Irene Smith. And Irene Smith has finally found something to do with the popcorn buckets other than put popcorn on them. She's got them hanging on a wall. Great way to display them. Mine just wind up being stuffed in a closet or one of my cabinets. So uh, I like the idea of hanging them on a wall. So Irene, you have my pick of the week. Yeah, man. The Smiths are rock stars. And they're coming to Orlando for the DDP meetup coming up in July. Uh, we have that amazing DDP meetup and also the DDP cruise. Uh, but my pick of the week before we get into all that is my good friend, Bridget Talbot Williamson. She is in Walt Disney World. I know uh, she's having an amazing time. And she said, uh, she put a picture, she said, introducing the kids to must-have bread service to Sanaa while you are doing them a huge service because that is an amazing thing. Bridget, I hope you have an amazing trip. And uh, it's it's been absolutely magical. Guys, look, if you haven't joined this, I have no idea what you're doing with your life. Go over and join DDP Today uh, Facebook family. Also, if you're interested in becoming a part of the patron family for as little as $2 a month, you can become a part of the patron family, uh, get access to the show, but then you can move up those tiers and you can even get to a tier to where you produce a show. You get video aspects, you get all those great uh, parts of the show with it as well. And we do appreciate you so, so much 
Uh, also, look, if you enjoy what we're doing, we're trying to create the most positive place on the internet, somewhere where you can come talk Disney, but not only that, you can talk about your family and you can come and everyone's going to embrace you and lift you up. Uh, go and give us five stars, you know, give us that virtual hug, leave us a nice review. It helps us grow the show each and every week. Um, guys, with the patron this weekend or with this week, I am super excited about this topic because we're going to do something brand new. We're going to do a draft and we're going to get, leave it up to the patron family to see who has the best draft out of everybody uh, with Walt Disney World. So we will get into that over there. Uh, before we, I turn it over to you guys for closing words, I do want to mention really quickly that we are coming up really soon on the 2022 DDP Today meetup and the 2022 DDP Today cruise. And we are going to have such a great time. All four of us are going to be in the parks uh, before the cruise. And we're going to have a great time on the 10th at 1 p.m. at the boardwalk. We would love for you to come join us so we can give you a handshake, a hug, take a picture, and uh, thank you for letting us be a part of your Disney family. It means the world to us. We cannot thank you enough. This has become what started five years ago almost as three guys really sitting in our garages kind of chatting about Disney has become more than we could have ever dreamed. And it's not because of us, it's because of you. And so when we get those opportunities to meet you in person, it really does mean the world to us. And we really do um, embrace the time that you give and, and, and appreciate everything you do. So I will have, you know what, if you're a Disney Dads podcast fan, um, I will have all the old Disney Dads podcast swag on a table right there for your taking. You can have it. Take it uh, because I am ordering brand new DDP Today uh, merchandise this week. And we just put a poll up in our patron group for the DDP Today bracelets that we do. We had them for the Disney Dads podcast as well. And uh, my wife, when I told her what I wanted, I said, uh, hey, I want this color. She said, you're crazy. What's wrong with you? I want rainbow. And I said, well, put up in a poll and we'll let the patron decide. And she's getting crushed. And my original decision is looking more and more like black and white with Steamboat Willie is going to be the ones that come out. So uh, I will have those there as well. So looking forward to seeing everyone. I know that's long-winded, but I want to get all that information out to everyone. Uh, let's do this. Let's start with Mike. Closing words, buddy. Yeah, I'm. listen, Robert, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm excited to get to the Patreon show tonight. Uh, thank you for being just such a great part of our family for all of these years. You've been a, a loyal, true friend, and we really appreciate that. And uh, I'm glad I got to learn a little, bit, a little bit more about the dive quest tonight. And uh, I'm super excited you were here. And I'm super excited that I got to make this happen because we were trying to plan this for the last couple of weeks and just schedules trying to mesh up and whatnot. And I'm glad we were able to get this full hammered out and have you here tonight. Joe? So first of all, Robert, pleasure to finally meet you. Uh, you know, always love meeting, uh, you know, definitely uh, family members of the show. It's been awesome to uh, discuss this topic. I liked it because I've been a part of Disney podcast. I've listened to Disney podcast forever. I've never heard this topic discussed. So I'm so glad you brought this to not only our DDP family uh, listeners, but also, you know, may interest somebody else in diving or doing this experience at Disney World. So I think just think it's awesome that we discuss this. I learned a bunch. So I thought that was awesome. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to Patreon coming up. Stand by. You guys are up next. And one last thing, Justin, just a public service announcement about our uh, DDP Golf Classic. We have two spots left. Uh, if anybody wants to play, it's Saturday, July 9th. Uh, Disney's Lake Buena Vista Golf Club. Uh, we're having a little mini uh, outing there. So uh, if you're interested in playing, message me, DisneyDadJoe at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook or through Justin or Mike or any of the guys. You know, they'll let me know. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to see everybody out on the golf course. We have two spots left. And uh, Patreon, stand by. You guys are on deck. I'm excited. Uh, Robert, first off, I want to turn it over to you. 
I want to thank you so much, man, um, for your friendship and, and, you know, this, it's hard, you know, we, it's, it's a funny thing how this family works because we're, you know, we're all in different cities, but yeah, we all feel connected and it really is kind of a special thing that we all have. And really it does stem from you guys. It's, it's, you know, it's not from us. So I want to thank you for letting us be a part of your family for all these years, sharing your highs and your lows and kind of, you know, everything that goes on in your life, because we do, we, you know, we do the same uh, too. So I want to turn it over to you for some closing words. Um, and I want to thank you dude so much for coming off with an amazing topic. I mean, this is dude rock star status. So really, really well done. And thank you, man, for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this was an absolute blast and don't thank me for the topic. If you've been listening to this show for years, this was, uh, Jason's idea. Um, Jason had reached out to me a long time ago and uh, being in the army and just my schedule. So I'm, I'm, definitely glad we finally got to do this and um you know i just want to say i've said this before like this is an absolutely fantastic community um and that is solely in part a lot in part by you guys um you know the show you guys literally bring us into your lives you know i I joked before i listen to this in my truck but i feel like i'm sitting here with you guys the same as it is right now talking about all these topics so um, I love you guys. You're, you're great. Keep putting out uh, fantastic product. Um, and hopefully I'll get to meet you guys in person very soon. Uh, we love you, man. Um, and we're, we're excited to, to, you know, have you on the main show, but dude, I'm more excited about patron because now we get to get into a little more adult, you know, on that side. And we're going to go over and we are going to have the first DDP today draft where we're going to draft five. I'm gonna put it to you guys, only you three, five, uh, attractions. You're going to go with four, table service restaurants, three quick service restaurants, two meet and greets and one snack. And then we're going to put it to the patron family and see who wins the first ever DDP today draft. So let's have some fun over there. DDP today family. Thank you so much guys. Make someone smile this week. Keep it positive. Keep it Disney. We absolutely love you and have the best week ever. We appreciate you. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. See you guys. Good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder Oh, and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.